0: 7:05. You've got one hour. Junebug.
1: Oh, it's so good to see you, Lillian. What?
2: It's not Junebug or Lily. I go by Lillian now.
1: Uh, uh, All right. Uh, how've you been? It's sure been a while. My entire childhood. You sound just like your mother, Lil.
2: That's why I'm here. What?
1: Well, how's she doing?
2: I guess you could say sort of the same since she started those meds.
1: Right. Well, I know I've missed out on a lot, but if I missed you?
2: Then why no phone call, Tony?
1: Now, you listen to me, young lady. You will not disrespect me here. Now, I know I haven't been around much, and I don't blame you for being mad at me, but I am still your father, and you will treat me as such. Understand? Welcome. This is the Ridgewood Inn. A
0: family-friendly retreat, nestled in the forest, not far from the shore. Stop in and stay a while. Who knows, life as you know it, may change forever. Is there a
1: problem here, ma'am?
2: No, sir, we're fine, thank you.
1: I'm watching you, 705. Now can we please just try to have a civil conversation?
2: Please, you haven't been around for the past twenty years, and you want civil? Everything has been almost unbearable for everyone involved, and you want something civil? You don't get anything you want anymore because this is all your fault.
1: I, nobody could say it was my fault. I, they don't know that anything at the Ridgewood Inn was. Oh,
2: well, really? Fault. And what about Pa? I think you being in this prison would say something a little different.
1: That jury didn't understand what really happened. They didn't understand that something's just needed to happen, to fix everything.
2: Well, then help me understand, because until this point, I've been on their side.
1: But you were there, Chu. Lillian.
2: You at least owe me this much.
1: Well, what do you want to know?
2: Everything. What happened. Why it happened. You hurt so many people, especially me. It's just not fair, Dad. I mean, Tony. You
1: know, I tried to keep our family together. Well, that and
2: didn't turn out so well for you now, did it?
1: I'm aware, Lillian. Why are you constantly trying to remind me of how messed up this all is?
2: You know,
1: I've spent enough time in this damn prison thinking about how wrong everything went. And I don't need my own daughter to try to sit here and teach me a lesson.
2: Are you listening to yourself right now? Do you honestly think that you're the only one who has been affected by this? What about the rest of us? I know,
1: Lillian. I'm just trying you to say... You
2: didn't have to listen to the constant fighting. You didn't have to watch your mom's mind unravel over the course of three days. You didn't have to send your dad off to prison for life. You haven't spent the past 20 years as the main caretaker of your own mother. Lillian, please. What about everybody else? Or their families? You aren't the only one who got the bad hand in this what? game.
1: All right. Fine. I messed up. All right? Is that why you came here today? Is that what you wanted from me?
2: Just tell me what happened.
1: I do owe you that much. Okay, well... I guess it started when we were driving to the inn.
3: Lily, turn your music down. She can't hear you, Carrie. Don't worry about her, she's fine. Tony, she's going to make her eardrums explode at that level. But of course, let's just let her do whatever she wants. Right, Tony? Do you have something you'd like to say, Karen? Why, yes, Anthony, I do. But our daughter is in the backseat. Oh, she can't hear us! Just say what you want to say. We'll talk. Just keep it down, please. Oh, anything for you, dearest. I am so sick of you thinking that little stunts like that are just gonna fix everything.
1: Well, what else do you expect from me, Carrie? It doesn't matter what
3: I try. Nothing seems like it's enough to fix anything. I'm just so tired of it. We can't keep doing this. I'm done. And we've talked about this already. I'm going on this trip for you and...
1: For Lily. This trip is for Lily.
3: Whatever. When we get home, you are signing the divorce papers and leaving. Maybe if you're taking your new medicine, you can start developing these coping skills. All you do is crack jokes or insult me. Do you understand why I want out (gasps) of this? Dad, watch out! (laughs) Didn't you see that car coming, Tony? Oh, Carrie.
1: I was busy listening to all the important things you're yelling at me about right now.
3: Tony, I think you're going to need to replace the tire. It popped when we hit the pothole.
1: Really? I wasn't aware of that. Thank you so much, dear.
3: I hate when you guys talk like that. What do you mean? Well, I'm not dumb, Mom. I know you guys were fighting. You don't have to pretend and hide it. It makes it seem like you're trying to cover something up, are you? What would make you think that? I don't know. You guys have been acting a little weird. Well, honey, you have nothing to worry about. Whatever happens, it's all for the best.
1: Well, the spare's all hooked up, but it's not going to last long, so... We'll have to find somewhere to stop soon and patch up the old tire
3: but that means we're going to be late to my dad's place. I don't know
1: what else we're supposed to do. I'm not going to take a chance and risk losing the tire completely. You can call Pa once we're at the service station and let him know we'll be there soon.
3: I'll just call my dad now and let him know we're going to be late. Oh, go ahead and tell him it was my fault. It was no different than anything else that happens in this family. I'm not starting this again right now. I've said this before and I'll say it again. This weekend will be the last weekend we are all together, so I am going to make it the best that I can. You are more than welcome to join me with that if you'd like. i will
1: try to be the bigger man right now, Carrie. You were the one yelling at me 20 minutes ago before the tires blew.
3: That was 20 minutes ago. The attitude change begins right now.
1: Whatever you say, Carrie. Oh, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go fix the tire.
4: Bridgewood and this is Pa. How can I help you?
3: Hey, Dad, it's Carrie.
4: Well, I would hope it was you, sweetheart. Say, weren't you and the rest of the gang supposed to be here about five minutes ago? What's the holdup?
3: Sorry, Dad. We had a bit of an accident on the... What kind of
4: accident? Is Lily okay?
3: (laughs) No, no, no. Lily is just fine. Tony just hit a pothole on the freeway, and we need to patch it up before we can go on any further. That's all.
4: If that's the case, Tony needs to be paying more attention while he's driving. Who knows what other damage he could have caused by not keeping two eyes on the road.
3: I'm sure it was my fault that he wasn't paying too much attention. What makes you say that? Dad, I've got to talk to you about something.
4: Well, of course, kiddo.
3: I wanted to wait till we were at the end to tell you about it, but since I've got you alone, I figure I should probably just tell you. What are you talking about? You know how this weekend is somewhat of an impromptu visit?
4: Well... Yes, but I thought you just remembered how much I like surprises.
3: The thing is, this is sort of the last foster family vacation. Are you saying what I think you're saying? Tony and I are splitting.
4: Can't say I'm too surprised by that.
3: You can give me the life lesson later, Dad.
4: Oh, don't worry, sweet pea. I will.
3: Anyway, I promised Tony we would have this last weekend together as a family before signing the official papers. He has this idea that if we have one good weekend together, it's going to fix all of our problems.
4: I'm not sure how this weekend is going to take away all those gambling debts he's racked up. Again,
3: the life lesson is for next time. I just wanted to make sure you had the heads up to this whole thing so that things weren't too weird around the inn for this weekend. I've got to go. Tony is giving me the signal that it's time to head out.
4: By honking the car at you?
3: I'll talk to you later, Dad. I love you. But just a rain this weekend.
1: Hey, could you uh, turn on the radio, Carrie?
3: In other news, meteorologists
0: are expecting this storm to be a doozy, with rain approaching within the hour and becoming increasingly worse throughout the day. Expect rainfall throughout the night and most of the weekend. Now back to your favorite.
1: Well, this should be interesting.
0: Will the Foster family make it to the inn before the brewing storm? Listen to Ridgewood Inn, Episode 2, Storms Outside and Inside. This episode of Ridgewood Inn was written by Maggie Jensen, directed by Neil Kraft, and produced by Justin Basic. With music and executive post-production by me, Jesse Batend. The cast features John Turvanis as Tony Foster, Arden Levesque as Grown-Up Lily, Rebecca Melzer as Carrie Foster. Trinity Bliss as Young Lily. Rick Kasten as Pa. Michael Lavallee as Red Campbell. Mo Hunt as Joyce Campbell. Margaret Mahar as Dr. Nina Pritchard. Jesse James Austin as Felix. Dan Parkinson as Ranger One. Neil Kraft as Ranger Two. Assistant Director, Jessica Sampson. Recording Engineer, Dominic Caviani. Production assistant, Erica Coda. This program was produced for the Columbia College Chicago School of Media Arts Radio Department and WCRX-FM, the student-run radio station of Columbia College Chicago. This is Dan Parkinson.